For years afterwards, the farmers found them, the wasted young, turning up under their plough blades as they tended the land back into itself. A chit of bone, the china plate of a shoulder blade, the relic of a finger, the blown and broken bird's egg of a skull, all mimic now in flint, breaking blue and white across this field where they were told to walk, not run, towards the wood and its nesting machine guns. And even now, the earth stands sentinel, reaching back into itself for reminders of what happened, like a wound working a foreign body to the surface of the skin. This morning, 20 men buried in one long grave, a broken mosaic of bone linked arm in arm, their skeletons paused, mid-dance macabre, in boots that outlasted them, their socketed heads tilted back at an angle, and their jaws, those that have them, dropped open, as if the notes they had sung have only now, with this unearthing, slipped from their absent tongues. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss how Owen Shears presents violence and war in the poem Mamet's Wood. Mamet's Wood is a poem about the 38th Welsh Division, of whom many were killed on a battlefield in the Somme region of France during the First World War. These soldiers were given orders to approach Mamet's Wood in order to capture this important location for the British Army. However, they came under fire by German soldiers and over 4,000 men lost their lives. The poet Owen Shears sets about telling the story of these men so they can finally be at peace and the memory of their sacrifice can be honoured. The opening stanza describes, then, the bones of the nameless soldiers being found by the farmers in their fields when the land is being ploughed. It suggests that the sheer number of bodies unearthed is so vast that they are thought about as soldiers, only who should have expected to meet their death, rather than human beings with long lives ahead of them. This idea of a lost future is emphasised further when the bodies of the soldiers described the wasted young. So many happy futures stolen, the true potential of these men never fully recognised. Moving on to stanza two, Owen Shears details the fragility of the soldiers through the imagery of the china plate of a soldier blade and the broken bird's egg of a skull. These men were not professionally trained for warfare. They were largely volunteers doing what they felt was their duty for their country. As a result, they had no chance against the power of the enemy soldiers' guns. They were already so delicate and vulnerable that they would have been easy targets for the experienced German troops. Next, we learn that the Welsh soldiers were ordered to walk, not run, to what would have meant death for many of them. Understandably, these steps would have been terrifying for the soldiers, who would have had no choice than to follow the orders of their superiors. Owen Shears then sharply juxtaposes comfort and security with violence and the image of the nesting machine guns. War and aggression have become such a major part of life that weapons are almost part of the natural habitat now. In stanza four, Shears notes that even over 100 years since the battle took place, the pain is still raw. The poet compares the memory of what happened at Mamet's Wood to a wound which makes the reader think about the physical effect on the dead and injured but also brings to mind the invisible injuries of those who returned from the war and also those who lost sons, brothers, fathers and friends, 
all of them left with intense loss and suffering. The action is brought into the present day in stanza five, where there has been the discovery of one long grave of the men killed at Mamet's Wood, linked arm in arm, emphasising the unity of the soldiers even after death. Hauntingly, she, she is also paints a picture of the bones, paused mid-dance macabre, a harrowing contrast to the action that actually brought their lives to an end. The horror continues into stanza six, as the remains of the decomposed bodies are described in gruesome detail. Eyes missing from their sockets and tilted back at an angle, jaws dropped open, imagery that emphasises how unnatural and horrifying death can seem to those left behind. However, most poignantly of all, the shoes on the feet of the dead soldiers are in better condition than the human beings themselves. These everyday items that are often replaced year after year due to wear and tear have proven themselves sturdier than soldiers in the army. The poem concludes with the knowledge that only when the bones have been discovered can the truth of what happened be fully unearthed. The stories of the men of the 38th Welsh Division can finally be sung, portraying the idea they now can finally be at peace. Mm-hmm.